Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing the Rob Reiner film Flipped. The reason we're discussing this film is because I was watching the Theory of Love Taiwanese BL drama, and that was Flipped was third's favorite film of all time, and I thought. Most of the movies in Flip in Theory of Love that they were watching that were American films, I've never seen. But that one sounded really cool, so I decided to get it from my local library. And I really like this film. It's one of the few American films I can say I actually liked. Now again, it had that I don't know how to explain it. The thing that you don't like about American films was in this film, and that is I don't mean it weird. A lot of American films have. Self-absorbed people, and I don't mean to be bad, but yeah, you know, I just got done with the podcast saying the reason I like A in the theory of love. I'm not sorry, love by chance too, is because he doesn't really think about himself. He just thinks about other people, and you know, with flipped, you know, Bryce and his dad are always thinking about themselves. So it's kind of hard for me to watch that because most of the movies I watch are about people who don't think about themselves, which is really cool. But moving on, this story follows the life of Bryce and Julie, who are next door neighbors since they're about seven years old, and Julie is determined at seven that he is the guy for her. I'm not sure why, and it's funny because you get her opinion of how she met him, and Bryce's opinion of how he met Julie, and they are like totally opposite opinions. Bryce absolutely loathes Julie from the very beginning. Julie absolutely loves Bryce from the very beginning. But the thing I think is kind of cool as the story progresses is it does have some very good nuggets between Julie and her dad, and the part where he says, "You know, when Julie's in her mid-teens, I would say she's probably about fourteen, fifteen years old." He goes. You know, you you talk about Bryce all the time, but Bryce is more than you know the he needs to be more than the sum of his parts, and you know that's something that a lot of people don't think about. They like the idea of someone, they like certain aspects of someone, but when those aspects add up, they're sometimes less than the sum of their parts, and sometimes they're more than the sum of their parts. But I think that little interplay between. The dad and Julie was really cool to see, and then also there's this scene where she's with her dad in his pickup truck, and she makes the comment that the quietness between them is more important and comfortable even than the conversation, and that sounds really weird to a lot of people, but that is something I totally get because like when I'm really comfortable with my friends and I'm really comfortable with my family, I hardly say probably even. Ten minutes of dialogue in an afternoon because I'm just comfortable being quiet with the people I care about, and a lot of people don't get that. But I think that there's something really, I don't know. It's like a treasured moment in that quietness and comfortableness with someone that you don't have to fill up with talk. I mean, not that you don't like to talk, but it's just there's something really precious about that. And I don't mean precious as in corniness. I mean precious as in. Valuable, but I really liked that with her and her dad as well. And I really liked at the end of the film how Bryce realized what a cool person Julie was 
But by the time he realized what a cool person Julie was, Julie realized what a not cool person Bryce was. And I think that aspect of this was really interesting to see because Julie didn't just fall for him hook, line, and sinker. Julie was like, you know, I liked you all my life, but you've turned out to be a jerk. You've insulted my family. You've insulted my yard. You've insulted my chickens. You've insulted my chicken's eggs. I mean, there's really nothing this boy didn't insult. I mean, I'm not trying to be bad here, and I know he's only, like, 15 years old, and, you know, I'm not trying to be A lot of 15-year-old boys are kind of idiots when it comes to their interplay with girls. And you know what? I say that completely knowing that a lot of boys are not idiots with girls, but I'm saying, for the most part, the guys I've seen who are interacting with girls at the age of 14 to 15 are typically idiotic when it comes to how they relate. And this show was a hook, line, and sinker for that because Bryce, he just didn't think things through. And his grandpa, I love Bryce's grandpa, Chet, because Chet sees Julie out in her, he sees her in the newspaper and he pulls Bryce aside and he says, Bryce, who is Julie Baker? And Bryce says, why do you want to know about Julie Baker? And he says, because, Bryce, Julie is a phenomenal woman, according to this article. And the thing I really like about the grandpa is he's like, Julie was a lot like his wife. And I think the thing that is interesting with Chet is he's like, Julie is one of the rare people that they really don't make another cookie-cutter copy of. And you know, Bryce, if you have the chance to realize what a special person Julie is, you really should because then maybe the tree will fork. I mean, the grandpa doesn't say it exactly like that, but I'm kind of giving the gist there. I mean, it's like hint, hint, nudge, nudge. You know, let's take a bulldozer and shove the kid in the right direction. Of Julie. But anyway, I really liked that aspect of the the grandfather on the one side with Bryce and then Julie and her dad on the other side because there was a great interplay with parents and maybe what I would call role models that really isn't seen a lot in film. And also, there's a scene where I hate conflict. I mean, I really hate conflict. This is like one of the things that I avoid, like the bloody plague. I will run screaming to avoid conflict. I mean, I don't scream, but you you get the point, okay? It's like when Captain Jack's running away from everything. And I haven't even seen that movie. I've just seen the clip. But um, there's a scene where the dad and the mom are having an argument because the dad's brother was born with disabilities because his umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. And... The father of Julie decided to put him in a specialized home instead of a government facility because it was much better for his brother, for his life and everything, especially back in like the 1960s when government-run facilities were are never really great, but back then they would have been really, really bad. So they're having a discussion because most of the money from Julie's family goes to support the brother in his um, institution he's at. And Julie's dad gets completely upset, and Julie's mom gets completely upset. And they are just, you know, completely at each other's throat. But the thing I really liked about this one is, even though they completely lost it, by the end of the night, both folks had gone into Julie and said, this, you know, the dad went in and said, you know, I love my brother, and this is why I love my brother, and this is why I do 
what I do. They didn't just end it with the yelling, the fighting, the, you know, pounding the hand on the table kind of thing. They ended it by going into their daughter's bedroom, who had never seen her parents get that upset before. And they ended it by saying, I love my brother. And because I love my brother, that's why we spend the money on him to make sure that he is in a really good place. And then the mom went into Julie's room to say, I love your dad. And that's why, you know, we spend money on your dad's brother because I love your dad. And I also, you are the most great treasure I have, is what, you know, the mom says. And I really like that interplay because, you know, usually in films when there is a conflict, and, you know, in real life when there is a conflict, it usually just ends with, you know, the fists on the table and camera cuts. But this I really like because even though they did have the fist on the table and the camera cut for a moment, by the end of the night, both parents had calmed right down and they'd gone into their kid and they discussed it like adults. And I don't mean it weird. I'm going, that is really a nice feature of this film. But I really enjoyed Flipped. Again, I did not like how Bryce is so self-absorbed. His dad, I'm not even going to go into his dad. I mean, if you watch it, you'll know what I'm saying. He's an aggravating mess. So, you know... All that being said, I really didn't like his dad. But the thing I did like about this movie is it showed how people change as they age, and they change in good ways. And they also sometimes change in bad ways. I mean, the thing is, is it's how you see the world. And it's like the song by BTS. I don't know if anyone's familiar with it, but it came out in the Map of the Soul album about... I want to be your filter. Well, we each need to be our own filters. And no offense to BTS. I mean, it's an interesting song and all that. But you need to see the world through your own lens. And you need to make up your own mind regarding people, not based on, you know, your initial reactions when you first meet them. Because I know a lot of times my initial reactions to things are not at all what I come to see them as. Because, you know, we're making a first impression. And, you know, as popular as the film, or not the film, the book Blink was about, you know, making those rapid decisions. You know, seldom do our rapid decisions, you know, seldom are they right. I mean, for example, most of the films that I have loved and, you know, really watched a lot of my life, when I saw the initial preview, I thought, that's going to be a terrible movie. I mean, whether you're talking about Princess Diaries, you know, all the movies that I like pretty much, Runaway Bride. I mean, if I had seen the initial preview, I would have said, I'm not going to like that movie. Uh, Love by Chance, for example, is one of the ones that comes immediately to mind because I saw the preview earlier this year and I was like, that looks like a really stupid series. And the thing I've found is a lot of times my initial reaction to things is totally not correct. And you, I don't think I'm alone in that. I think what happens is you walk around with these instantaneous presumptions, and a lot of times they're just dead wrong. So it's best to keep an open mind and to study out something in depth before you make a, you know, educated decision one way or the other. And I think that's kind of what Flip's about. And I did enjoy this. Again, I mainly watched it because it was in Theory of Love, and I can totally see why third liked this movie. I also think it's interesting because with Third and Kai, after watching Theory of Love, this Thai BL drama series, and watching Flipped, it was really interesting to see because that's exactly what happened to Third and Kai. Because Third was totally, totally into Kai for, you know, years and years. And then he's like, finally he gets fed up with the jerk and he's like, you know, I'm done with you. And then at that point, Kai's like, totally, totally getting into Third. And it's like, Third won't have it. Third's just, you know, done with Kai. And, you know, 
thankfully, third, you know, gave Kai a second chance. But, you know, that whole interplay, I really liked after seeing Theory of Love before seeing Flipped. And, you know, I still think at the end of the day with, you know, Bryce and Julie, Bryce wasn't half the person Julie was. But you know what? A lot of times we get a lot better than we deserve in life, and I think it's kind of one of those things. And the other thing is I'm thinking, you know, Chet was looking at Bryce and going, you're half the person Julie is, but, you know, if Julie is in your life as a positive aspect, then you will become maybe a more whole person, and you will make decisions that aren't going to be, you know, stupid. I mean, you know, so I think, you know, I think that together they were good, not because um, Bryce was good for Julie, but mainly because, you know, Julie was really good for Bryce. And that's kind of an interesting concept. But, you know, I really think it should be more of a give and take on that than a one-sided deal. But again, I digress. But this is one of the few American films I have seen in a long, long time that I really, really liked. I mean, I give it at least an eight, you know, eight-ish but out of 10. So I think that's pretty good. The other thing is I really liked how it dealt with the socially awkwardness of growing up because growing up is not easy. And you know, being a grown up is not easy. It's just, we mask the difficulties better and we've had more time to perfect our reactions to stuff than when we're like, you know, 12 to 15. And Life is really confusing, and I'd love to say it's not for some kids, but it really is. And the interplay that you have to go through, the social etiquette, the social norms, the trying to deal with people in general is really tricky. And I think this film really captured that well, and also captured how people excel and go above what you would expect in them. And there is this wonderful scene where... I've never understood the auctioning off of lunches with a person so that you have dinner with them. I mean, we quit slave trade. We quit, you know, um, all that years ago. So I really don't see why we should be selling off people with a basket of food. I mean, I'm sorry here, and I'm not trying to seem politically incorrect, but selling off people with a basket of food just seems really, really wrong. And I'd like to say this doesn't happen anymore, but um, I've seen similar things in, you know, growing up, and I'm like, this just seems totally wrong, because if you really cared about a person, you wouldn't be buying them with a lunch basket. I mean, I'm not trying to be bad here, I'm just pointing that out, because, you know, buying somebody for even a little bit of time for having lunch with them seems like so morally and totally depravinous, I really can't even conjecture the language for that but anyway the thing I did like though even though I really hated the scenario is Julie decided to buy lunch and the person who no one would bid on because she knew that by not having that kid bid on and not having him have lunch with someone he will get you know ran down at school because it's like set in 1963 and I don't know where it's supposed to be set in but extremely clicky let's just put it that way and she knew that if no one bid on this kid and no one had lunch with him his life was going to be a living hell so Julie got up she bid her egg money and she had lunch with this kid and I really like that part of her because even though the scenario sucks brick because you don't buy and sell people I mean the whole thing is just so wrong. And, you know, human slavery is still something that happens in other countries and also in the U.S. So, you know, I'm just saying that whole 
dynamic I really don't have any truck with, which is one of the few things in this movie I really didn't like other than the dad of Bryce and also, um, yeah, the dad of Bryce, yeah, but anyway, um, I still liked that Julie showed how cool she was in a very bad situation and one that, you know, I always would think there'd be a third way on that deal. But you know what? She did what she could with the information she had and she made the best decision with her available abilities, I think. And that is what I think kind of makes Julie super cool because Julie is just, she's gung-ho. She's like A in Love by Chance. She's gung-ho. She's a little more googly-eyed, which kind of drives me nuts. But anyway, you know, she's got a good heart. And, you, you know, you hopefully grow out of googly-eyed. That's, you know, all I'm saying. But anyway, I would still say it's an 8, and I would recommend watching it just because it was super f cool to see. And also, it would be perfectly fine to watch with any kid you'd want to watch it with, etc., There'd be no problem watching this film with children, which is really nice as well. So with that, on and out. And that is my review of Flipped by Rob Reiner. Bye-bye. Check it at the round table.